All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three blokes catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. Will Josh Giddy up as he drops to the cup? Will Luzada play harder for last year's runners-up? Will Magnes got his sights on the NBA? But will Bryce be an Aussie? He's gonna stay. We love Space Cam double doubles and four point shots from Bubbles. The Great Dane and Mitch and Lamar across the ditch. The Hawks signed a bloke named Justinian. And next year we'll love the Tasmanian. Brace for the puns and dad jokes. It's time for the basketball blokes. G'day, listeners. You're back with Benny Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and MBL fantasy. And you know what time it is this week. Banksy's captains. And now it's time for Banksy's captains. It's not Benny or Boydie, so please don't at them. It's Banksy's choice, so he's in trouble. If he's number one choice, doesn't double. Double. All right, boys. How did I go last week? Uh, of course, he asked for the review. We'll start with the review. He had the box trifecta, I believe. Ooh. I did. Who was it? Top three of Machado, Jock, and Oliver. They were just in the uh, the wrong order. Oh. So we're not going to quite go the A plus, Boyd. We're going to be a bit Ooh. harsh, or nah, A plus is perfection, isn't it? A for average, I reckon. Yeah, I think he had him fair. in reverse order, didn't he? Because I think he went Oliver, Landau, Machado, if I remember rightly. Yeah, but not quite, not, not quite, quite, but still pretty good. Still work. I mean, it matters this week, though, Banksy. This is yes. This, this is no matter. simple top three. I'm assuming this is the week. We've obviously got so many options, so many teams on the double bar. Obviously, Cairns and New Zealand. So, I've done a big five this week. I just think there's so many options, there's so many unique choices you can make, Captain. This Spreading week, yourself. Get it? Yeah, get it. yeah. You just you need as many options as you can look at this week to get the edge. So. I'm going to go top five. Um, want a couple of special mentions this week that I just couldn't quite. Top five speak. and special mentions. Wow. Yeah, just a couple of quick special mentions. So mainly for your benefit, um, two of the Phoenix guys. So need to touch on Sykes. Mr. Consistency, we touched on it last podcast. Five of his six games, he scored between 55 and 61 points. And even then, still couldn't scrape into the top five this week. Someone I believe you might even be considering this week, Oracle, Mitch Creek. Um, as an owner, I hope he goes off, but for me, he just gets perfed too often and, um, has a double dose of them this week. Although his last matchup, he scored 60, still burns a little bit that, uh, he was my number one captain option when he played Perth in round two and scored just that 26. So it's a note for Mitch in the top five this week, but, uh, let's dive in. So number five this week, I am going with Bryce Cotton, uh, leads the league in actual points per game. And we know the man's carrying the offensive load for the Wildcats, leads the leagues in actual points per game, averaging just shy of 28. But looking at what he's done so far, scores of 69, 47, and 60. And those first two scores, they were against SEM, who uh, he gets two more games of against this week. So there's a little bit of an argument for him to be a bit higher, but I guess the slight concern with Bryce is he's unlikely to get the the bonus points from a double-double. Um, he's reliant on his scoring and um, really need him to be scoring that 30-plus per game with actual points for him to sort of keep up this pace. But still, uh, a good choice nonetheless coming in at number five. Yeah, uh, these uh, there's really only the, the two Perth boys that are scoring over 30 fantasy points a game. So 
I assume the other one's in there at the moment, but uh, makes it good when they've got the good schedule that we know who to target for these Perth blokes, that's for sure. So I think I think Cotton's average is going to stay around that. I mean, he's getting six, I think he's averaging six and a half assists a game because he's got the ball in his hands all the time. There's no Tariko White there. Um, I, I think he's a no-brainer. Let's go on to number four. I really struggled to order the number f- the the top four. Um, I, no I excuses. Think, Come on. I think we we changed it three or four times, but I've settled on we. Vic Law at number four. <laughs> Vic Law, 60, 73, 80, and fifty five. That's Vic's last four games. How can he be at number four? My goodness. Jeez, Louise. Fourth in the league for points per game. Fourth in the league for rebounds with nine and a half a game. Fifth for blocks per game. And uh, if it weren't for the two games where he missed the double-double by just one rebound, his season average of 61 points a game would uh, even be higher and maybe even eclipsing John Mooney. Who who said he was worth getting before the season started? Liam Santamaria, I believe. So the (laughs) matchup. Well, it was true. I mean, we were all on board. But yeah, Liam was on board. Yeah, most on board. That was that <laughs> was that was a sneaky that you, uh, in typical Boyd fashion, trying said, to hide. Oh, don't don't talk about him. Oh no, look what's yeah. happened. Yes. Anyway, cats out of the box. The matchup: two games against Adelaide, where uh, high volume scorers have been feasting recently. So first, if you recall, it was Ty Webster in that game where he shot fourteen field goals from thirty-two shot attempts. Um, last week, they leaked fifty points. Um, between Casper and Martin alone. Um, We know Vic's an elite talent, has the second highest fantasy average in the comp. My only hesitation is um, Laura's a big man scorer and he's going to have big comp to contend with inside across both of those games. But um, if you want a unique captain this week, he's just 13% owned. Yep, good point. I like it. Let's get stuck into number three. So are you going to be happy with this one, Bordy? A guy we haven't spoken too much about, but we've just spoken about in the previous podcast, but obviously mm. being slipping under the radar, but coming into a better schedule at 5% owned. Number three, Jarrell Martin. 6%. 6% now. 5%. 5% when I wrote my captain's piece. So there you go. We uh, know his minutes are on the rise. He, he uh, obviously was managed by those dreaded sports scientists early on in the piece, but he's played 32 and 28 minutes in his last two. Um, and on the season averages, just so I have two points a minute played uh, on your advance stats there, Benny. So already shown his ceiling, 61 and a 66-point game. We know that's there. Um, but a 22 in his first game has kind of pinned his average back a little bit, I feel, and therefore he's slipping under the radar. radar when you um, click on the advance stats there to, to arrange the players by average, he kind of slips down a little bit there due to that start he had. So I guess now the why. Um, good matchup for Martin. Finally has some home games for Sydney. They're yet to play a home game. And uh, again, according to your advance patrons that you sent out there, Benny, without giving too much away, um, the Breakers and the Hawks, who he plays this week, are first and second in conceding points to bigs by average currently on the season. Um, as we know, Hump, he put up an 83 on New Zealand. Uh, more recently, Cam put up a 72. So the proof is there uh, with the matchup. Um, the Hawks, even Harrison from Brisbane put up a 44. The Pretzels put up a 31 against them. And Cam is averaging 51 in his two matchup against them. So two teams that really are just leaking points to bigs Ooh, and uh, in like conjunction with... Martin's minutes increasing. I think it's definitely one the Oracle will be considering this week. Mm. 
uniqueness is a big factor, guys. Like, it is a, a good way to make a big jump up the rankings. By the way, Vic Law's uh, ownership's down to 12% now. You know, it's 13 when you were written this as well, which is a very interesting piece of information, I thought. But anyway, mm. please continue, Banksy. They're going real good at the moment. Yeah, right. Well, number I think two. The next one might be good, and then the last one will be well, shizen. But anyway, we'll go with it. Right. Can we, after last week, we have another a duel. I can see it coming. This guy was actually at number three. I actually had Martin at number two, and then we had some big Melbourne United news. So number two is Big Jock Landale, 49 against Cairns in Cairns, and um, will play Cam at home this week. Despite playing his first double and the short turnaround between games in round four, what I liked is he played more minutes in both games than he had in rounds one to three. He finally clipped the 30 minutes in a game. Um, and as we sort of spoke about in the last podcast, with no Illy, now no Goulding, and more recently, now no JLA selling those backup minutes at the, the centre position. United, they're going to need him more on the offensive end um, as they clash with the, the second on the ladder, Hawks, and uh, a Cairns outfit that have just tasted winning success yet again. So we saw Jock Sealing um, last week, the Bullets game. He went off 79 points. So I think we're going to expect more of that this week as um, they're going to rely more heavily on him. But I just think the most important consideration for him this week is the JLA is out. Let's not underestimate what position that's going to put him in um, with more minutes and um, being more heavily relied on on the offensive end. So I think we're going to finally see United basically unleash Jock this week. All right. So I don't know whether we do this disclaimer now, but uh, for those of you who haven't listened to the review pod, um, interesting to know that uh, we had the question, Banksy, uh, Jock v Mooney. Uh, as a trading target, and Banksy, in fact, said get Jock in. So if you're making up your decision on who to trade in based on the captaincy alone, um, despite who we think is going to be number one in Banksy's captains, um, uh, bring in Jock. All right, here we go. What? So let's touch on that. So it was the longer-term answer was Jock. If you're purely basing it on this week, then it may be someone else. Number one, are we still questioning this man's ability to put up fantasy points, Oracle? Based on ownership, 20% of the competition isn't. So he's playing 37% even, but yep, go on. 27%. Playing 32 minutes a game, 34 and 35 minutes in his last two. So he's getting every opportunity. He leads the league in rebounds per game. He's third in steals. He's seventh in blocks. And even though he has the perfect matchup this week, people were saying last week, particularly someone in this group, wait until he plays a geese against a decent big geese. man like Josh. Once he plays a geese. Geese plays a geese. So guess what? He did that, and that argument fell flat on its face. He held I don't his think own. He said Jock, I don't think. He but anyway, go for it. Scored fifty-two points compared to your man Jock's forty-two, which was actually Jock's lowest score for the season. Mm. Um, even after playing Jock, he still has the highest average in the competition, averaging sixty-five fantasy points per game. And guess what? He plays your team, SEM, twice again this week. The team he just scored 65 and 81 on in his first two games in the league. Number one, John Mooney. Beautiful. And uh, they get the fifth matchup in the NBL Cup as well, playing the Phoenix again. So um, 
this is this was a decision, I guess. Um, I know we had uh, Tom Hirsch uh, say when we were think we're thinking back to the Mitch Creek week at just how much Creek kills Adelaide. Like it was that was what we really wanted. Yet he goes, well, they'll come up with a strategy to, strategy to stop him. So I wonder if uh, our boys, the Phoenix, will actually try and uh, having had a couple of looks at him now, surely. Uh, they've got a bit of a better scout to try and uh, slow him down, but uh, and nonetheless, um, really, really tight decision for me as far as uh, Mooney and Jock goes. Um, or, geez, I, I might even go a bit more unique, but uh, that's a it's a great list, um, well worth uh, tuning to Banksy's captains and good numbers, good use of the advanced stats too. I like that. And to add a little bit of spice to this uh, matchup as well, myself and the Oracle will actually be attending the game on Thursday, and uh, it'll be interesting to see who the Oracle locks in as his captain. Um, what do you, I understand that you'll be uh, dressed in a in a in a Perth Wildcats jersey? Is that potentially what's going to happen, Banks? <laughs> if it if it still fits, that's uh, a big chance, <laughs> and uh, might might even see if oh, I can get a bit of a, a homemade job with uh, getting Mooney on the back of that jersey as oh, well. Oh dear. So uh, come say hi to the up. come say hi to the boys if you see the the one uh, with a very stretched actually, John Mooney top. I actually offered to drive Banksy to the game on Thursday night, but now I'm going to rescind that offer. <laughs> Won't have no oh, Perth jerseys in my car. Oh well, hopefully, Boydie, there's a, a a basketball blokes podcast next week after. <laughs> oh, there'll be a podcast. Don't be silly. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I still I still don't rate him to be honest. I know it's the stats don't lie at the moment, so I can't really. Thinger, but uh, I'd still day dot wouldn't be picking him. But that's cool. Everyone has an opinion. I'm currently ranked higher than Banksy because he's got Tamari Wigness and Donald Sloan on his team. So what's what's your ranking? Decisions are, decisions are decisions are made at different times and I have different reasons. I have noticed. I think I'm about 400 something. I'm not really doing that well to be honest. Yeah, not sure. We haven't I could been be mentioning that too much the Oracle anymore. But I just uh, I just, I, just I, think I, might, I think I might be ranked above you. That's all. Nah, I wouldn't have thought so. Well, anyway, while we check that, wrap us up, boy. Oh, as always, uh, uh, at Twitter, which is Twitter, sorry, at bball underscore blokes, on Facebook, Basketball Blokes, or basketballblokes.com, your number one source of NBL fantasy info. See you later. Bye.